We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we'll get your calls. And we got the audio of that amazing Tim McCarver call. If you're just tuning in, unfortunately, the great Tim McCarver passed away. Uh, It's not me. It's not my wife. It's the tooth fairy. But yesterday, my son comes home. And he tells me that he lost a tooth but it got pulled by the nurse, all right? Yes, because it was bothering him. He told his uh, teacher, hey, my tooth is kind of bothering me. Send him to the nurse. The nurse says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull this tooth out. Very painful. Yeah. Okay, but Jet's happy. My oldest son lost a tooth. Spence isn't there yet. And I started thinking to myself, not my decision. It's the tooth fairy's decision. Should the tooth fairy really give him anything? He didn't lose the tooth. Absolutely. It was literally pulled out by somebody. What is wrong with you? Am I, I hope crazy? The tooth fairy took very good care of him. You think you think I'm nuts for thinking that? No, yes, you are nuts for that. Big pulled, Mac. it's out. So he's supposed to go through the torture. I, I don't understand your thought process. My thought at all. process is you didn't really lose it. What do you it. mean you didn't lose it? It was the, the, the nurse pulled it out. Is it in his mouth anymore? Yeah, but you remember <laughs> That's it. Like I, you don't actually lose the teeth, Ev. You know, they're either in the food or right. like it's not like you know. Right. No, but Big Mac, when you, you'll you never guess what happened, it. Dad. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find it. I, I came nowhere. home. It's completely gone. <laughs> but when you lose a tooth, as you, your kids lost tooth, just teeth Tom, my son Thomas just lost his first one. Just lost his like, first one two days ago. Yeah. Tooth fairy left a nice little. Yeah. Uh, huh, two nice fairs. Wow. That's another like, one. <laughs> that when like the kid would celebrate. A quarter. What are we giving them? You know, this how much, I used to get like two bucks. How much was it, by the way? I'm curious about inflation. What time well, you get? You can't tell us. Is yeah, that private well, information? It's only the only bill I had in my wallet was a ten dollar. Hey, 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 hey. So Sorry. the tooth fairy gave your son what? <laughs> ten. Ten. Wrong with him? Oh my. God. <laughs> oh, ten. Wow. Ten. Yeah, very generous. Boy, the tooth fairy not suffering from inflation at all. That hey, is so a lot. you got two back in the day. So like two bucks or so. I think I got like a dollar. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I think that's more than fair. I think my the tooth fairy was very generous in my house. But when 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 Tommy <laughs> the problem lost... with living upstate the tooth fairy not a lot of ATMs out there. <laughs> to, tooth fairy and, uh, and when you have when you last minute notification of you know that's all you got tooth when... fairy picking up those extra bridge shows. But when Tommy as long lost as I can hang tooth, on to them, did he find it somewhere? What when he lost his tooth? Where no, did he, he find it? He pulled it out himself. Oh, he pulled. Well, that's different. The self pull is okay. Okay. To me, when someone else is pulling it, I don't know. It just feels a little. Little cheap. It's it's not you're getting technical here. It's I not am. about how the tooth comes out. It's about no. the tooth coming out. That's it. Right. Well, look, the tooth fairy did her job. Gave him five bucks. Okay. I thought that was nice. That's probably generous. a fair. I just know that when I was being told the story last night driving home, I did think to myself, not sure this is worthy of anything. You enjoying being a parent? I love it. Of no. course. Don't ask me that same question. My wife might be listening today. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Of course I love being. Well, you, you, have, you have one kid. Yeah, she's about to be two in April. She's about to turn two. Yeah. And you're miserable. 
Then, oh, I'm not miserable. I mean, no, 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 I'm happy. It's just, uh, you know, it's different. Like you and I, I haven't really worked with you in, in years. We were both single and, and I don't young think we've and, ever actually done a show together. Which is weird. Now. I've been on your podcast many times. We've right. worked, I've produced your shows probably. Right. We, we've had many, many sports arguments and conversations in the newsroom, but never on the air. Yeah. That's why I wore this jersey. So why, why are you miserable? I don't no, understand. No, I'm not. It's just, you know, it's different getting acclimated. <laughs> You know, today I'm filling in for Craig. This weekend I'm filling in for my wife. She's going away. Oh, that's, that's so you're one on one with time. your daughter? First time. First time, and she's two years old. Yeah, I A- mean, about to be two. This is you, know, be- work, you realize I'm working the overnights and doing SNY shows, right? I mean, when, when exactly am I gonna have so time? What's the most amount of time you've ever spent by yourself with your daughter? Like just me and her? Just you and her? And maybe a day or half a day. But or you've so. gotten to a day. At least. We've done. I think my wife has had because you know she got she needed it. So I was like, all right, just go away, stay at your friend's house for whatever. For Noble the night. job by you. Yeah, leave me a list of stuff that I have to do, detailed list, and I'll take care of it. <laughs> but this is going to be different. She's getting on a plane and going to Texas for a family obligation. Oh, wow. And it's just me and my daughter and my mother. Just uh, me and my daughter. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Well, if, you, if the if the grandma's coming over, well, you're not one on one. Necessarily coming over, you're going to end up sitting on your fat ass watching a three point contest Saturday night when your daughter is asking for something, and Grammy's going to go help well, her. My mom's like, "You need anything that you got to get done?" I'm like, ah, "I might." I might. <laughs> my wife's like, Are "You asking your mother for help?" No, no, I would never do such no, a thing. Listen, I love when my mom and dad come over and help. Right. I am not lying. In fact, I'm spoiled. I live with my in laws. Totally admit. You well, live with your in-laws, they huh? Live, they live with us. Okay, right. I got it. I yeah. kind of phrased it. All right. Whatever. We live with each other. Doesn't <laughs> you're, freaking you're matter. establishing dominance in your own home. I respect it. No, no, no. Yeah. There's no dominance. Uh-huh. There's nothing. Uh-huh. It's equal yeah. and it's love. Yeah, right. <laughs> you couldn't let that hang out there for two seconds. <laughs> well, they two, live with they, us. Yeah. Two seconds you had to correct that. So don't act like there's no dominance. Well, it was just the way Sal responded. Well, That's yeah. all. It was, all right. But anyway. It was so his you, fault. So I definitely appreciate the help. Okay, I love the help. Right. I don't know where we would be without the help. With that said, if I had to watch both boys, that's two, two on one. If I had to watch them for a day and a half without help, I think I could pull it off. You need handwritten notes to get through a day. Because I don't know what's going on. I feel like I could manage, but I need to know what she can eat, when she needs to eat, where the clothes are. I don't know where anything is. This is the truth. My wife gave birth a week after I got Five nights a week doing the overnights. Mm-hmm. It all happened together. So once you start doing five nights a week overnights on top of the SNY stuff, I'm like, I'm I'm done. There's nothing. <laughs> and we have a new baby. I don't know what's going on. I try to help as much as I can. But And this is back when Chernoff was here. So it wasn't like I could take, you know, two months paternity leave. And I wasn't even full time. No, we went right into it. So I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. So when she leaves, I need some instructions. Do you... The same way that if she needed to go downstairs and do an open at 2 a.m., I'd have to instruct her <laughs> Wait, on how to get through you're it. You're comparing... You watching your kid to your wife having to do an overnight open on WFAN? Now you sound like, like her. That. Yes, I am. <laughs> do you know, one last question about yeah. this, because now I'm curious. Do you know how to change a diaper? Yes, of course. Oh, no problem. I mean, I say that now comfortably after two years. Yes, I changed diapers. I did many last week when we were on vacation. Can I tell you something that I, th- I'll admit this. I know how to change diapers. been right. great at it. The one thing I just could not do was get the diaper on correctly afterwards. You know, where you, you strap it up, you tape it together. It doesn't seem that difficult. It's very, very difficult. So my wife brought in the pull-ups. The pull-ups are the greatest invention huh. in the history of children. I like, found them to be more difficult. Because like the swimmy pull-up, it's tight. Because of the number two? Well, no, I haven't, you, I haven't had experience with that. What do you mean you haven't had the experience well, I haven't changed the wet ones. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, no, I haven't had, That's not I'm, just I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding.
Uh, I have not had the pull-up experience other than swimming. Uh, Bro, yeah. I am, and I may be in the minority here. I'm sure there's a lot of fathers that may disagree or may agree. I have no idea. I love the pull-ups. Okay. Oh, it's the best. So easy. It's not complicated at all. You pull it off. You clean, you put it back up. A new one, obviously. What has happened to us? We used to just break down the Mets' entire 40-man roster, and now we're talking about changing diapers and babies. We've gotten old. Are you 40 yet, by the way? It's a different world. I will be soon enough. Not quite there. I can't wait to welcome you to that club. Yes. July. I'm a few months Ah, away from the big four. Any big plans for 40 or what? Yeah, my wife keeps asking me that. Like, what do you want to do? I don't want to do anything. Like, I I don't want to... Why do I want to celebrate that I'm an old fart? Like, why would I want to do that? Scary. I hated 30 even, and 40 was just like, ah, screw it. What'd you do? You do anything good? Uh, no. Yeah, it was not to get into too much detail. It wasn't a, a very uh, great time. Because All right, was, I'm not going to yeah, touch. No, I know, but no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. The year after, we ended up going to the wineries or whatever, which was nice. The, the one thing, because my wife has pushed me enough on what do you want to do? 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 So I finally said, you know, the Mets are going to Boston. And that'd be kind of Oh, cool. yeah, July. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get like a suite at Fenway Park and watch Mets Red Sox. So that's where I'm at as a 40-year-old. The exact same place I was as a 20-year-old. Why, yeah, why am I not surprised? <laughs> what does Evan want to do? Go watch another game somewhere. You're damn okay. right. Although yeah. I, I actually might follow you up to uh, Fenway for that See? one. Yeah. That's a good trip. Let's go to Joe in New Jersey. What's up, Joe? Hello, Joe. Hey, guys. Great to talk to you. Evan. Yes. I got to say, man, I'm, I'm kind of on your side with the toothberry thing. Here's why. <laughs> Tell me. I, I don't know if I'm on your side. I get what you're saying, though. So when my son was real little, named Shane O'Mac, knocked his tooth loose. Nowhere ready to actually lose teeth. But he knocked it loose, and we had to get it taken out by the dentist. So I didn't see the point of doing the toothberry because it's not like, hey, you're losing your first tooth. This is now, you know, you're going to get your adult teeth. This was... It got knocked out of his head and then pulled by the dentist. Right, right. I think it's a little different with your son, but I get where you're coming from. Thank you. You know what, Joe? You guys are way off I do appreciate that because I feel like I was going to be on an island all by myself as a crazy man. Obviously, the situations are very different. But he does make a point. Like, if I punch you in the face, hypothetically, I would never yeah, do well, that. You, what do you mean? You almost did. You punched me in the arm. What's next? <laughs> okay, I guarantee there are times you wanted to punch me in the face. And feelings mutual. By the way, I think I, I was at Nick's Nets the other day with Lugia. I told I him I saw that. You left early. Why? Because they were getting their ass kicked. Yeah, why? Why'd you leave early? Because it was mathematically over. Once Jacques Vaughn sends Drew Smith in, I can leave. It's like his signal to me. Sit there and take your beating like a man. The Knicks finally had the better of the Nets. Sit there and take it. I took my freaking beating. But I told him the story. I said, yeah, one one time I punched Sal in the arm (laughs) out of excitement. I wasn't angry, obviously. But I was like, what the hell are you doing? What's crazy is, so Cliff tips it in with about a second to go. Knicks don't have a timeout. Nets are up by one. Marbury took a, a full court shot at the buzzer, and it went off the back iron. Like, he came really, really close which you may not remember. I don't. Because I punched you so hard in the arm. <laughs> yeah, I remember. No, I remember the I remember the Robinson tip-in, and I remember the punch, and that's basically So it. hypothetically, you push it a little too far today with KD and Kyrie. I punch in the face, okay? It right, happens. okay. You lose a tooth. Are you going to go home to your wife and say, <laughs> hey, is the tooth fairy coming tonight? I'm I just might. curious. <laughs> I could use it. <laughs> Jim is in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys, I'm enjoying it. I, I just learned that, uh, you know, Evan's pretty cheap with his kid with the tooth fairy. I mean, come on. Walk right. up a couple quarters. Right. But, C- uh, the C-Max tooth fairy leaves 10 bucks, double the amount of Evan. Yeah, I didn't know about I that. Know, I want to go over there and just give him my whole mouth. I mean, Christ, <laughs> I might need a couple hundred bucks. But, uh, 
talking about announcers, you know, I, I have some announcers I like, obviously, but no one's going to influence me watching the game or not. But but this I found interesting. You know, people are waxing poetic about Olsen and Burkhart. To me, they miss a lot. And I contend that in the NFC Championship game, Devontae Smith's catch that really wasn't a catch, I think Romo would have been all over that right away saying, Jim, you got to challenge that, you got to challenge that. Those two guys in the booth – they didn't mention anything. They come back from break after the touchdown. Like, oh, wasn't a catch. Yeah, that was a mess. And I feel like that was a mess. I agree yeah. with you. I think everybody knows that, and I think it's look, it happens. I think Greg Olson missed that call. You know what I thought Burkhart did so brilliantly? And look, Sal and I are going to be biased in this because we worked with Kevin. He was at the radio station. We all love him personally, right? But I think we'd be comfortable enough to say something critical if we wanted to. But here's the thing: small little thing Burkhart did that I loved. They put Elon Musk. And Rupert Murdoch on the screen. Right. And Kevin Burkhardt's like, oh, look, it's Rupert Murdoch. Oh, our boss who pays the checks. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was so essential. Because if he doesn't say anything, it's just like, oh, look, Rupert Murdoch, he's a genius. And we move on. But we're going to roll our eyes and say, come on, dude. Just kissing your boss's ass. Uh, well, I by, by the way, there's nothing disarming. wrong with that. I've learned through the years uh, the hard way. But uh, there's nothing, to me, there was nothing to critique about the game. Like, here's what I hate about announcers. When I realize that they're there, they annoy me doing the game. That's what I don't want. With Burkhart and Olsen, I was just watching the Super Bowl. I didn't really give it any thought out of knowing that our friend was doing the Super Bowl, which was great for him. But, like, I don't really care. I just want to watch the game without being annoyed by announcers. Sometimes Romo could irk me. I think he's an annoying guy. But I don't get into the – It's not. I'm not Andrew Marchand. I don't break down what these guys are doing for – I don't really care. I want the game. Now, I am curious if you will criticize SNY for this because I think this is indisputable. Okay? I don't think you could argue with me. So it'll be interesting to see if you try. Terry Collins, who's great. Love Terry Collins. You know him and I have become very friendly. Uh, Yes. Like, he's my friend now. Well, see what happens. So I like Terry Collins. Didn't love him as a manager. I know that. I wanted to get him on today and have him call you out. No, you can call me out. I'll call him out. And we'll talk about Lorenzo Cain. We'll talk about, you know what? You want to let Matt Harvey start the ninth? Fine. Three, two pitch to him. You'll walk him. Get Matt Harvey's ass out of the game. I want a candid you and Terry combo. He would rip into you. He would rip it. He'd defend oh, that? Oh, yeah. You remember Tom Hallion? Ooh, you're at it. You'd be in the jackpot. <laughs> that, uh, the truth is, all these years later, that's the one thing that sticks with me. Everything else is more day-to-day stuff. So I couldn't even really right, remember. No, I know. I'm just messing with you. Okay, but that but was the one that jumped out at me. So Terry Collins has done a really good job on SNY. He's even been on our sister station filling in a little bit doing broadcast last year. Hired today by the Marlins officially. He was so hired that? today by the Miami Marlins. He cannot be on SNY anymore. No, we, I, I think he doing? is. Now, I have not talked to him, but I saw some Andy Martino, I think, tweeted that it's not going to impede his Yeah, that's uh, a problem. That, that can't happen. Why? He's got to be off SNY. Why? Because he works for the Marlins. So he can't be an analyst? Cannot. Can't do it. He's gone. He's an advisor to can't the Marlins. Be, I'm sorry. Can't do it. And, and one of your refutes, I hope he continues. I'll be building a nice relationship could, with him. Forget your relationship. He invited me down to Port St. Lucie. That's amazing. He you said should I could go, stay in his suite, go you, in his pool, hang out, bring my golf clubs. Sleep over, play golf. You could even cuddle at night. That's fantastic. I'd love to. He cannot be on the Mets network analyzing baseball when he gets a paycheck from the Marlins. What? Well, when I first heard, I, I thought that this would be happening. Sal? Oh, hold on. Let me explain. When I first heard it was official, I was like, oh, I thought that this was already done because I had talked, I I'd heard about it. Did he tell you since you're close buddies? Well, n- nothing definitive, but just that, uh, you know, that might be the case, that he might be doing some stuff for the Marlins. But I never really gave it any thought. And then when it was official, I did think, okay, well, is this going to impact him doing shows on SNY? And then I saw Andy Partito's tweet that said it was not, which I think is great. No, and it's I, not great. It's, I, it's but, ridiculous. But how would you think that there's a conflict here? So what? Well, he's just an advisor to the Marlins. Why can't he 
give his unbiased broadcast opinion on because a sports Because he's talk not going to be unbiased anymore. He works for the Marlins. You and don't think he's going to be unbiased? We're talking. We don't talk about the Marlins on our show. They're a division rival. What do you mean you don't talk about they the were Marlins? Relevant. It's not like the Braves. Yeah, relevant. They were relevant when they ended the season in 2007 and 2008. They were relevant. Yeah, they were relevant when they played the first seven of ten games against each other. Yeah, they're relevant. So okay, where would so if Terry says something about the Mets, you're not going to take it seriously because he's now hired by the Marlins. Yeah, uh, very, he's uh, tainted now. Absolutely. Yeah, you're you know you are you're the one who's biased. You just don't like Terry. I love Terry. I think Terry's done a great job. And one thing about Terry Collins, and I think this happens with all managers, when you get to step step away from the day to day of watching them manage. You just look at the resume, and you look at the success. The Mets want a pennant, period, stop. And that's your argument against me, and I wouldn't argue right. with you. As much as I maybe didn't like certain things he did, he's one of only two managers in my lifetime. Right. Okay? I wasn't around for Yogi Berra. I wasn't around for Gil Hodges. I wasn't even around for Davey. I was wow, way I too young. I can't believe that. There are only two managers that manage this team to a World Series, and he's one of them. And for that, he will forever be in my heart. Seriously. Right. Despite all my criticisms for him. So obviously, I love Terry no, Collins. No, I know. I know what you're With saying. With that said, get Matt Harvey's ass out the game when he's walking Lorenzo Cain uh, on a 3-2 slider. I don't have a problem with that. Can I tell you the best the other day? So they do, they have these actual like lineup cards for the show, whether it's Mets Hot Stove or whether it's Baseball Night in New York. And sometimes we use them. Like we do a segment called the lineup card, whatever. I guess Terry was handed one for Mets Hot Stove one night and was going to be asked to fill out what he would make the lineup this year for the Mets Hot Stove show. And I saw the producer going over to him with a big lineup card. Here, Terry, we're going to have you fill this out. I go, Terry, you need Sandy's help with that one? No. <laughs> he looked at me and cursed me out, basically. It was great. I mean, obviously, I was just joking I like around that, with him. That's a good one. <laughs> Sandy sending down those lineups, driving him nuts all those years. <laughs> That's funny. He should still not be at SNY anymore. Oh, so. stop Can't it. get a check from New Orleans. I hope he's there. He big does a Mac, great job. Real quick, should he work at SNY? Be honest. He can't work for an, an inter-division rival. Thank you, Big Mac. Lugie, should he work for SNY anymore? He should. The Marlins don't, yes, need, the Marlins don't need any help beating the Mets anyway. What, is he a spy for the Marlins? No, it's not on. a matter of being a spy. Think? He's not getting any info. What do you think? He's not going to still talk to his friends with the Mets? I mean, come on. I could see Omar, who basically got hired for the same role for the Yankees, mm-hmm. right, an advisor to the Yankees. Oh, that's, oh, that's too much. What's the difference? That's even, that's even... Now he doesn't return my text, Omar. <laughs> No, I, I, you can do national stuff. He can go do an ESPN broadcast. He can go do national stuff. He can't be on the home of the Mets working for the Yeah, so the he Marks. can so, so and the, he will. So to Big Mac's point, there was a mini controversy around Jessica Mendoza and Alex Rodriguez. Remember, they both were getting checks oh, from right. major league teams. Mendoza from the Mets right. when Brody was here. Aaron, I think, from the Yankees, if I'm not mistaken. And they were doing the Sunday night baseball games. I understand. Yeah, it can't happen. Conflict of Well, business. that's a conflict of Yes. No, I don't know them. With Terry's the, my friend. Oh, so you're just being honest. Yes. It's all about no, your I friendship. No, actually, I'm just kidding around. I don't <laughs> think that there's really a I get what you're saying, and I do think it's slightly weird. I don't think it's going to impact his broadcast ability or really have anything to do with it. I think you should just stick with, listen, Evan, I like Terry... It doesn't matter what I'm saying. My opinion is squarely based on my relationship hey, with him. Hey, next I time I do a show, I'm gonna, next time you see me during the daytime, we'll be wearing a Marlins jersey in here. What do you, <laughs> you think I give a crap? I've seen that about you recently. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, geez. Uh, Mike's in Flora Park. What's up, Mike? Hi, guys. Love the show. Thank you, man. What's on your mind? Uh, I just want to say, Evan, I couldn't disagree more about the uh, Tooth Fairy thing. How's that? I just, just hear, hear me out. My daughter in the last month, has had four teeth pulled because she has her grown-up teeth growing behind them. Oh. 
That the sounds dentist, unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. It's not very fun. The dentist actually told her, you know, the tooth fairy pays double for teeth that are pulled by the dentist. <laughs> Interesting. So, <laughs> wow. No there. So, so your point actually is not only was the tooth fairy in my household cheap for giving five, she should have gone way above that because it wasn't even pulled by a dentist. It was pulled by the school nurse. That's a problem. Which doesn't involve any kind of, you know, Novocaine or what's, anything like that. What's wrong with your tooth fairy? Five bucks? Come yeah, on. That's a bad job. I'm going to, I don't know who I'm supposed to call about this. Right. I will try to kind of solve the issue. I do know the last time he lost a tooth. He not only got $5, but he got a pack of baseball cards, ah, which was very cool. That's awesome. Which I didn't realize these days, much more expensive yeah, right, than, than 5 bucks. Right, what that cost, no, 20 no. bucks. This is going to be up your alley. You know what I can't get over? And I, correct me if I'm wrong, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Do you collect wrestling figures? Well, I have old school wrestling figures, yes. Okay. Uh, my oldest son and youngest son love pro wrestling. The, like, so the new are, stuff they'll get? It, the new stuff and the old stuff because of the WWE Network. Like, Big Mac's in the same boat, too. His oldest son was watching Royal Rumble 1992 and fell in love with Sid Justice. Wow. See, that's unbelievable to me. Dude, I love it's amazing. It. My uh, Jets. That's so cool. His favorite wrestler isn't this guy's favorite wrestler is Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, but his third favorite wrestler, Andre the Giant. Not that's awesome. You. So the figures have started to come. Sure. They have come fast and Dude, furious. Dude, it's, it's, a, it's a boom right now for wrestling figures. Yeah. These prices. Yeah. Like, I used to go to Toys what, R Us. Like thirty five bucks or yes. something. Yeah, dude. When I went to Toys R Us as a kid, four ninety nine. Am I crazy? Was that no, not the number? No, seven ninety nine, four ninety nine, roughly around that. Shawn Michaels, his feet wouldn't move; they'd be stuck together now, like he was a mermaid. Did, like, when did you start? What year, roughly? Did you have the little like Hasbro figures, or you had after that? What did I have, Luke? Because I think I showed you the Shawn Michaels when he was with the Rockers. So it must have been ninety one, ninety two. Oh, yeah, so you yeah. had Hasbro's. Those had yeah. green pants. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. those are like one of the greatest lines ever. The one before that was my favorite. They're called LJNs, the big like so I don't rubber those. ones. Okay, but the Hasbro ones were great. Yeah, you're right. They were cheap. You know, four ninety nine. Nowadays, whatever. and they, they're much more intricate. I'll give you that. Like Roman Reigns. I don't know if you're up to date on current wrestling. I apologize. I know a little bit about it. I don't watch. He's it, the but... head of the table. All right. Okay. Okay. He should win an Emmy, according to Paul Heyman by the way, which is not crazy. Kind of I, I, I remember I had Paul Heyman. I interviewed him last year because you guys didn't want to do it. You had Brock Lesnar <laughs> or something like that. I mean, well, I'm on vacation doing it from the Zoom, and you talk about having no interest in things. He had no interest in doing that interview. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. He but did it, but no he looked at He looked you up and said, overnights? Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Where is this going to be airing? <laughs> I was like, I think digitally. I don't know. Let's just get it done so I can get back to the beach, please. Well, thank and, you for doing that. Anyway, go ahead. But, like, Roman Reigns comes with a T-shirt that says head of the table. You can take it off. It comes with a belt. Like, it does come with many more intricate well, have, things. They also have ultimate figures now that are even probably more where it has yeah. Yeah, 45 bucks or whatever it may be. Dude, I can't believe the cost. And right now I'm in the process <laughs> of buying a lot of them because I'm sort of bribing my kid to sleep the whole night having some issues. Another thing. Okay. So I'm buying figures like every freaking week. I'm going to go broke, Sal. You should have left just the figure then. It would have been better. Or not you, the Tooth Fairy should have known what yeah, your son likes. That's a good point, because that's a $35 figure. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's that more not than worth enough. It? No, that's perfect. Yeah. You got any extra figures? 35 bucks. <laughs> extra figures. figures hanging around you can donate? Dude, you, you take a guess, like, what the most... See, because I go back and get the old stuff. Right, right. Like, what would you think would be the most I would pay for a figure? The most you would pay for a figure? Yeah. You're a little nutty, so I don't know. Uh, 30 bucks? 40 bucks? No, no, I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the most that I would pay for a figure. Yeah, $30. Dude. Way, way yeah, over. Times 10 or 20. Excuse me? Dude, I've paid, and I hope my wife really isn't listening to this, I've paid over like two grand for a figure. Uh, well, wait, 
Yeah. What? Now, not all of them, but when if you're a collector, you, and you pay have, two. What I'll do you do with this figure? Do you stage WrestleMania? Hopes, hopes he sells it for three. Yeah. Or, so there's one yeah. in particular that I bought. It's, it's called an Undertaker. It's that same like the Shawn Michaels thing that you have. There yeah. was, they did mail away figures, right? So it's an Undertaker mail away figure from that line. I paid a thousand bucks for it. It's worth at least three thousand right now. Did you sell it? No, I'm, I might, but no, I'm keeping it because I have the whole set. Once you sell that, now I don't have the whole set. But still, I bought, paid a thousand for it. It's worth. I could sell today to get my money back wow. and probably double. At so least, you're not but. opening them up and staging matches. No, no, you're not staging like generational I matches. The, the adult version of playing is organizing. So when you organize your shelf and get it all set, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Kids got two rings, all these wrestlers. Sometimes I stage my own matches. Daddy dives in and starts playing. Daddy dives in. I say, listen. Why am I not surprised by this? Spence, Jet, you're not booking the right match. I don't know why we're doing Roman (laughs) Cody here. We need to do Roman Hogan, the ultimate dream match. I love it. We'll get to more of your calls. Plus, I will get to what happened in Boston the last 24 hours that it would piss us all off. And it's happening to our friends just a few miles north of us. It's... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan, WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. On a spring-like Thursday, it's disgustingly warm outside. It's actually raining out. They just went down there. To oh, did the, the rain come out? Yeah. And it's really like spring now, but it is very, very warm outside. You know who sings this song, by the way? Yes, this is a coming. Come on. Who is it? This guy thinks I don't you know. Got, you better know the answer to this one. Of course I know. Okay, who is it? I mean, jeez. Can you believe this guy? C-Mac comes knows. In, he just Lugie makes assumptions. Knows. I don't know who's singing songs. Maybe Lugie doesn't know the way he looked right there. I mean, you have an idea who this is, Lugie? This is, this I is, do. I'll get, Evan, I'll give you a hint. Uh, he has a connection to New York. I don't need a hint. Okay. Who is it? I don't it? need it. It's Tom Petty. Like, what are you wasting right, your oh, time? That's ridiculous. God. I'll even give him this hint. He won't know. I'll give him this. Ladies love him. Oh, yeah, it's Prince. Oh, C-Mac just gave it to you and you still don't know it? Oh, I thought you got it wrong. Oh, that is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know who it is. What many embarrassing. I, come, I was going to say it before with the it's DMX Tra- it's, song. It's Shaw Rule. Yeah, I know who it is. What are you oh, talking about? Man. <laughs> who is it? LL Cool J. LL. I love LL Cool J. Yeah. He was the face of baseball in 1995 to try to make it cool. Ouch. It did. It did not work. 
It did not go now well. Now, that I don't remember. I don't remember that either. But that song I remember. Yeah, I think anyway. coming out of the strike, they tried to make baseball cool. So two things that if it was happening here, we'd all lose our minds for at least a day. I'll give you the choice on where you want me to start. The Patriots doing something ridiculous or the Red Sox doing Patriots. something Patriots. I want to hear the Patriots. The New England Patriots announced the other day that for the first time since 2008, 2008 was obviously the year after they had the perfect regular season and lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants. Mm-hmm. For the first time since 2008, the New England Patriots are raising ticket prices. Now they're going to do that? Could you imagine that? The balls of doing that now? <laughs> After all these years? Like, if you told me, hey, they raised it in 9 and 10 and 11. Okay. Basically, any other year would have been okay. Any other year. And the Patriots decide now, coming off another lackluster season, in which I think the Patriot fan now realizes, yeah, Bill's great. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. We are going nowhere. We don't have a quarterback. Nah, We're in a division that. with Josh Allen and the Bills. We're in a division with the loaded jet defense, even though we beat them every single season. The Patriots aren't winning anything. And they got the balls to tell their fans, we're charging you more money. For the first time since the year after they had an undefeated you regular season. You can't say they're not winning anything. I get why you're on, saying Sam. it's a big deal. Come they're on, not Sam. the dynasty that they were. What do you mean? I legitimately can make an argument that the Patriots could win that division next year. They can win the division, maybe, by some fluke. They're not going well, What anywhere. are you talking about? They can they're win the division, anywhere. maybe. You just mentioned a loaded division with the I can make a legitimate argument because of Belichick that that team can win the division. Really? Bills take a step you've back. Watched, Al- you've watched Bill the last few years without Tom this, Brady. They're still competitive. They're still good. That's great. What they're, have they done? Their worst is better than the majority of the that's, Jets, the Dolphins. Sal, that's not my argument. I'm not comparing You're talking the about Patriots. winning Super Bowl? They just raised their ticket prices uh, for the first time in 14 years. They better win the Super Bowl. You think the Patriot fans sitting back saying, hey, I'm a season ticket holder. I haven't had my tickets raised in a decade and a half. Now they're doing it, and they'll be okay I think if with you're a, being a prickly, competitive little team? I think if you're a Patriots fan, you take whatever the organization gives you. Okay. Af- after all the success that they have had, you're going to complain about ticket prices going up. You know what? If it's now as opposed to five, ten years ago, whatever it is, you deal with it. You see, suck it up because Bill Belichick's there and because you had that dynasty. See, that's the fairest point you can make because I couldn't relate to that. You couldn't relate to that. Listen, you're paying for the past. That's what you're paying for right now. The other thing, and this feels very, very spiteful, Justin Turner is wearing number two. What does that mean to you? Xander Bogarts wore number two for the Red Sox Mm. for almost a decade. He was a part of not one but two world championship teams, was a very much a key member of the Red Sox. He left as a free agent. He's now gone. I get it. He went to San Diego. And within 55 seconds of Bogarts leaving, they've handed his number out to a guy who will probably be a cliff note in the history of the Red Sox franchise in Justin Turner. Disrespectful. I hate that. Matter of fact, the one that comes to mind, I'm sure you have others that come to your mind, Starks. They gave number three to Dennis freaking Scott. Dennis (laughs) Scott. I was sick. And they gave the number three to scrubs year after year, the Knicks. But Dennis Scott, that always stuck with me. You have any in particular that bothered you? Believe it or not, it's going to be Yankees. Because, like, I kind of got it with the Mets. I never thought. I was also very picky. 17, you didn't care about with the Mets, that they would give that away to Louis Lopez or Daesung Koo? If anything, it just reinforced my belief that the numbers shouldn't be retired, which I'm obviously wrong about. Keith got his number retired. Mm -hmm. And I do think Doc and Darrow will. I think the one that jumped out at me is because Yankee fans made it an issue was 46 and 21 being handed out. That when LaTroy, was it LaTroy Hawkins? Oh, yeah, he got 21, right. Was it 21? I'm pretty sure sure you're right with Hawkins. And he was getting booed. Who had 46? I don't even remember that. Uh, So there was a lefty. They gave that away? Yes, they gave it to 
Alan Embry, I want to say. Good like, God. Dude, oh, Aaron Guile. Do you remember Aaron Guile? You don't have to. Mm. He was an outfielder. And the Yankees gave 46 out to just a couple of guys right out the gate. And even though I'm not telling you maybe that number should have been retired, it's fine that it has. It felt weird. It was so quick. That's a bad one, 46. He can't give Pettit. 46 and 21, both were handed out real quick. I think the reason the Met thing never bothered me is it was before my time. You know, Doc wasn't necessarily, but Keith Hernandez was. I wasn't remembering him as a player. I was too young. So it was more stories. It was more my dad telling me, hey, they handed out 17 again. Hey, they handed out 18 again. I remember a guy named Kevin Roberson getting Daryl Strawberry's number yeah. one side of spring 18 training. was all over the place. All over I remember place. Roberson. <laughs> but it would be, and maybe this is too extreme, and I don't even think Even you, number eight, I think they gave away a lot. Byerga yeah. switched his number to eight. Desi Relaford had number eight. A lot of guys about, Yeah, I know. And they're not retiring it, right. I don't think. At least not yet. The, the thing that would even you would say is wrong is if they gave, 40, uh, they gave 48 out now. If they just said, oh, yeah, here, take it. Right. It would be disrespectful. And you'd have a problem with that. Uh, Excuse me? I, I might enjoy a little bit of well, it. Come- a, a part of me would enjoy it. I'm not going to lie to you here. Guys- a part of me would enjoy it. Stick it to him. He didn't want to be here. That doesn't bother That's you. That's not true. You got, the Mets got outbid. But it, it would be disrespectful. They didn't get outbid. Yes, they did. Steve Cohen did not get yes, outbid. Yes, he did. Never. Ever. Sal. He will never be outbid. Sal, I'm only arguing this because you said something that's not true. You're going to repeat it over and over again. People will agree with you, and yet everything you're saying isn't true, and I have to call you out on it. The Mets got outbid. You're wrong. They gave them a five-year deal. The Mets didn't come close to that. Because they, they didn't got, want to. Oh, then they got. They still got outbid, bro. No, no they didn't get outbid. Outbid oh would mean, hey, if you're at an auction and you want something and somebody else comes in and outbids okay. you the last All second, right. then you get outbid. Let's, let's find common ground. The Mets didn't want him back. He didn't want to be here. No, no. The Mets didn't want him back. No human being is taking correct, correct. that few years and grand total of money less. No one does that. Okay, so then you're, unless you're not, he's a saint, no one does that. Right. So then we could agree that Steve Cohen didn't want to grom enough 100%, to be the highest bidder. One hundred percent. Okay, right. So we could we could throw away the outbid thing then and find the common ground that right. the Mets decided they didn't want him back. So stop throwing out he didn't want to be here. But we he didn't. No, we don't know that. No, if no, the Mets made know. the same offer and he left, I'd say you're right. They didn't do that. We have no idea of knowing. Why that. didn't he come back to them? Because they got outbid. No, no, but if you want to be a place, I don't want to use close. you as an example. What are you talking about? Because it wasn't close. If he didn't, we have this example where Aaron Judge came back to the Yankees. I also heard that the Rangers said to him, "You can't take this offer back. This is a deal, and if you take it back, it's oh, off the yeah, table." Oh yeah, okay, right, because they would have stuck to it. Please, if Aaron Judge wanted the most money, would the Yankees have? The have Yankees met? were in the same ballpark negotiating for Aaron Judge. The Mets weren't. Judge it's a waste turned of time. down more money to come back. Let that shows you, me you wanted to be let here. Let me tell you something. I love WFN. I want to be here. If another the company is offering me a far better deal, and I've made the decision. Wouldn't you come back to the fan, though, and say, hey, no. look, I want to be... Not when they're not even insane? close. Where's your loyalty at? Loyalty? Yes. They're not even close in the offer. It's an insult. It's like, what am I doing here? I'm going to say, hey, by the way, I know you're offering me this. Can you offer me 10 times I that? I guarantee you, if another company came to me and said, we want you to do this show, I would go, I would say, okay, that's a great offer. I love it. I would go back to FAN and say, look, I want to be here. This is where I want to be. However, look at this offer. It's also a token gesture. It's not going to change anything. The other side made a better offer by a lot. So what annoys me to this day, because you just did it, so I'm going to call you out on it, is continuing to peddle this. He didn't want to be here. But as he if didn't. It's a fact. He didn't want to. How be do here. you know that? Well, I mean, why? I because don't, someone I, he, whispered in your ear. Uh, Somebody who has people. an agenda against Jacob Degrom. Nobody because they, has an oh, yeah, agenda really, against. Tell the, me why John, John Heyman. Okay, why is he writing columns every day, ripping the guy? Oh, is maybe. it his politics? Is it that he didn't give him interviews? Is it access? Is it that he didn't kiss certain guys' asses? You tell me. 
since you got people whispering at you well, that I've Jacob heard, DeGrom's no, no, no. a creep. So people, tell me the reason. I don't have people whispering. I've heard from many people over the years that DeGrom was not happy. That was it. That he's not happy here. Now, I don't know that for a fact. You're right. I never heard it from him. I don't know that that's the reason why he left. What I do know is that the people who said that he was unhappy and wasn't going to be here were proven correct because he's not that's here. That's not true. You can he get, did, and he did not come back. To, you get the feel that he wanted. Edwin Diaz. I don't know. You think Edwin Diaz on the open market could have got more Sal, money? apples and oranges because no, the Diaz Mets. No, Diaz wanted to be here. It was obvious. The Mets were negotiating as if they wanted him back. The Mets were not. They weren't. And, and Sal... I totally but if he get, wanted to be here, he would have taken It wasn't even a close. It, well, the offers were not close. And you may be proven right, and Met fans may be proven right. And by the way, I hope they're proven right, that it was a good decision to walk away. I'm a Met fan first. I'm not a DeGrom fan first. I like him. I'll I don't call know. Out I'm your confused. Crap. No, no, I just call out the crap. I don't repeat Dude, there is what no I'm crap. being told. So, yes, come on. You've heard the same thing. You think DeGrom was a happy camper here? No, I think there's an agenda against him right now. I, there's no doubt. They didn't like whatever it is. Maybe it's the media access. Maybe it's the politics. I'm not sure. But the attack that's been out there on DeGrom with the line of thinking being he didn't want to be here as if it's a fact when the facts are the other team made a far better offer. Yet people like you keep repeating he didn't want to be here as if it's a fact is insulting my intelligence and everyone else's. Uh, I think that if you five paid year it, deal, if you paid Hello? attention, if you paid attention from the beginning, the way that things were handled, the way that it was talked about at the end of the season, I got the feel. Forget about what anybody whispered. I got the feel that it was a player who wasn't really focused on being a lifelong Met like he said he wanted to be, and he loved being here in New York. To me, what I heard combined with what the actions were added up to a guy who didn't really want to be here. I'm not saying that's why he Sal, left. There's more. I don't think he cared to be in New York. Matt you may long. be right about all that. All I know, and I'll leave it at this because we could debate right. this for the next 10 years. There's more evidence that the Mets didn't want him back more than Jake not wanting to be back based on the offers. That's that right. I'm not, not going to dis- dispute that. Well, wait, 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 wait. I don't think that they didn't want him back. They didn't, they didn't, back. They didn't want him back. At the price that he got. Okay. And it was But that's far, a big difference. That's a big difference. They weren't willing to go where Texas went. And I don't even want to argue that point because I know there's a lot of people who say it was the right call. He's already hurt. That's fine. But and, they didn't want Marcus Stroman back, period. They wanted DeGrom back at their price. Yeah. yeah that's a big that. difference, though. They didn't want him back as much as Texas wanted him, period. And so to blame DeGrom because for Steve taking— Because Steve Cohen does not—he'll get whatever he wants. He's a businessman, and I respect that. He's a cold-hearted businessman, and guess what? If Pete Alonso is made an offer in free agency that he doesn't think is a good business move, he's gone. He's gone. Right, but the difference is... I don't think there's any ties to career Mets anymore. That's what I learned from this. No, that's not true. I have the The, evidence. The difference is assuming Alonzo stays healthy and produces the next couple years, Steve Cohen will never be outbid for him, ever. Okay. Until you he think doesn't he think it's worth it. He's a businessman. If he doesn't think it's worth it, he won't do it. Nimmo's the perfect example. He doesn't think Nimmo's worth what he got. Yeah, they couldn't lose him. It's different. They also stretched it out to make the average annual salary palpable. But they them. still gave him the most. They'll do the same with Alonzo. Come on. Same with Otani. If Otani hits the open market, the Mets might not get him. They will not be outbid for okay. him. You could phrase it however you want. They didn't want the Grom Enough. back at that Agreed. price. We agree. All I'm saying is there could be a price. Where they say, we don't want Pete Alonso back. <laughs> That's too much. You hearing any uh, whispers about Alonso? Oh, about him? Yeah. He's great. You know, here's the whisper. I'll uh, tell you the whisper. I'm going to break it Have down you actually you. heard any or no? Because yeah. I have. Here's the whisper. He really hates Chris McMonagle. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was very so upset. So you're playing games, but I'm hearing stuff that I don't like, and I'm not even going to get into it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, now you got to say it. No, no, I'm not going to. I don't have to say it. I thought maybe you were hearing it. Maybe he, you could break it. I'm he not. can't come on the radio. Yes, I and can. Say, I just I heard whispers. And we can talk I about it off the air. What about it's the audience? Nothing, it's nothing bad, by the way. It's, it's nothing. What about the audience who's waiting to hear this news you're about it's to not, drop? No, it's not news. It's just how I, I think that there's a perception that fans have, that I had, mm-hmm. that might be a little different from within. Boy, he's working himself into a problem here. You mean he doesn't love the fan base as no, much I think as he, he does? does. I, oh, think, okay. I think he does. Please, I just don't, please explain further, Sal. Yeah. I don't. I, look, I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, to but, begin with. but no, I just I I don't know if I you know I thought that Pete and I've said this before and I think this is going to be the case. Alonzo, when all said and done, will be the greatest position player to ever wear a Mets uniform. That's all cute and all. What are you hearing about no, Pete that dumb. you don't want to talk about? I don't know. Come on, you're filling in for says... Craig. You got a chance to make news like no, Craig. No, I'm not making any news. Let's this is my no. opinion. I'm giving you opinion here. What's your whisper? What's the whisper? I just don't know if he's as loved by everybody. Wow. As we may think. Big Mac, Alonzo's hated in the no, locker see, room, yep. according to here. SNY's telling right. No, get out of here. Don't even joke like that. That's not funny. <laughs> I didn't joke. You no. said it. What no. did I joke? No. I'm just, that's all that by, I am. By the way, just so there's background for you and background for some of the audience. There's no human being who is enjoying that whisper more than Chris McMonagle. Because a few months ago. Oh, by the way, I heard the same thing about Aaron Judge. So, <laughs> FYI. Just to bring a level playing That's field. That's a tough one to believe, by the way. That's a very tough That's one. Tough oh, one you're to telling believe. me? Don't shoot the messenger. I'm hearing these things. I'm saying, what? Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, you also heard that Jacob DeGrom's a creep who couldn't wait to leave, I'm sure. Yeah, and he kicked many people. Many times over. Like, yeah. he wouldn't say hi to Steve Cohen. It was so bad he would kick him as he saw him. Well, He's I didn't saying, hear that. I'm I not saying hi. That's a John Heyman thing. Right. I used to oh, imply. Okay. So, I guess it was a few months ago, I made a comment that I think Bryce Harper is the biggest phony in baseball. Right. Just my opinion. You know, everything with the Philly Fanatic logo. He's just such a freaking phony. And he's got those people down there buying it in Philadelphia. Good for him. Just my opinion, whatever. Mm -hmm. Big Mac over there says, you know who's a big phony? Pete Alonzo. Putting words in my mouth. But I said, I'm surprised that you have such a hatred for Bryce Harper and how he's trying to buy into Philly because you have a guy on your team who's making it all about, oh, I love the fans. I love New York. LMFGO, whatever, you know. (laughs) Uh, you know, I mean, you know, he's putting on a little bit of a show. I mean, you know, he's wow. pretty, I mean, you know, he's he's praying before the All-Star break, before the home run derby practically. He's meditating. He's doing squats. Like, and the, the fans, like, it's just his stick to be like, I'm all in with the fan base. Nothing wrong with it. Right. I think it's great. But that's, I'm surprised you have such so, a, what a phony he is. So obviously when, Pete, Pete heard that. Yeah, and called in. Called in oh, and was not happy with Chris. Yeah. Basically defended him from something. Well, you know who I am? Did legit. he really? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Doesn't yeah. like Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, I could understand. Thinks that. he's a Brian like Cashman me. shill. That was the other thing he told me. No, that's your opinion. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is real or not. What the hell is going on here? What I will say is, I, <laughs> after hearing some of this stuff, I don't even care. Because if a guy goes out there, like, do you care, Big Mac, if Aaron Judge is not a good guy or whatever the case? Do you really care about that? No, I mean, on some level, depending on what not a good guy uh, means, but no, right. like beloved by the entire team. No, I don't. Care. Or whatever, by the like, ultimately, yeah. who cares? You no, care about care. what they do. So it's interesting that you say that. One thing that's been going on over the last couple of days, I've seen this from a lot of people, NBA circles, not NBA circles, is this idea that the Nets are so likable now. Oh, they're so likable. Yeah, I like them. Fun little team. They are likable, Sal. Yeah. I'd rather win. That's just, that's just me. I don't right. Call me crazy. I like my team. But you weren't winning with those guys anyway. Well, Probably not. No, no, no. I'm but not there saying, was I'm not a chance. To, I'm not trying to predict. I'm saying like factually. 100%. Yeah. No, no, no. But there was at least 
a hope that they could win. Correct. As unlikely as it may be, and I had said on the air, this ain't happening. I thought this was going to be the year, honestly. After they got through the offseason, right, and then right. they both were like, screw it, they're coming back. I was like, all right, well, now maybe they put it together. Maybe. And they were 18-2 and two over a 20-game period. We'll never know the answer. But I always find that laughable. Like, ooh, but the Nets are fun and likable now. I'd rather win. So to answer your point to him, I don't care if there were 26 baseball players that all hate each other. Right. If they're winning a world championship like those late 70s Yankees, let's go. Agreed. Them all loving each other, that's nice. I guess that's the cherry on top, if you will. It's like having a team that's homegrown and winning versus buying a team. I don't care. Would I rather it be homegrown? Sure. If I'm getting to pick out my championship on like a keyboard, I'd pick that. But as long as you win, that's that's all that matters. Right. You don't care if a guy's friendly with the media or not. You know, goes goes into Aaron Rodgers. People care. Well, who cares if he's going into darkness for four days or doing a losing? Who gives a crap? Guy's gonna win. That's what you want. That's it's it. about winning here. It's the only thing that matters. Within reason, though. Like I don't know about you. And what I does that mean? Well, guys who you know domestic abuse, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's, different. that's very, yeah. very different. I'm just saying. It's, yeah, because and- people, sports fans, do tend to overlook that. You know, the Yankees traded for Aroldis Chapman. They got him on the cheap for a reason. Yeah, I think a part of what ends up happening, Jose Reyes being brought back, uh, which right. I was against, but guess what happens? After a couple of days and you give your opinions, which I did, you have no other choice but to root for your team. Right. Like you're a fan well, of the team. Well, the fan should not be punished, right? right? If you're a Yankee fan, why are you going to be punished because of what Aroldis Chapman did? Now, you could choose maybe not to root for him personally, but he's on your team. No, you're right. Let's go to Danny in Queens. What's up, Danny? Uh, guys, perfect segue. I'm the best caller after the uh, Grom. You know, I'm glad he's gone. You know that. Uh, secondly, uh, you hit Spank uh, with a wallet. I did. And you punched your current co-host. What did you do with Joe when you and Joe were partners? Why did you abuse and beat him up? <laughs> <laughs> I once gave him a stone-cold stunner. It was late at night. I saw him walking down the street, and I gave him a stunner. But you're right. I'm a violent guy. I hit Craig with a wallet. I punched uh, Sal very hard during yeah. a Knicks-Nets game. Did it leave a bruise at all, by the way? No. No, I don't think so. Although I wasn't as in shape as I am now. So, <laughs> so would it bounced off if I hit you now? You, now you might hurt your hand. You hit these babies. Yeah, no, look but at the, they, they, I was going to say, look at those shoulders. Yeah. On, looking buff. Look at you. Yeah, I work out. Yeah, no, I, I wore a John Starks jersey <laughs> just to, like, you know, throw it in your face. Well, That's the whole reason why. I had and, nothing to, you know. And show off the yard. Well, yeah. no, I could have worn my Islanders vest in here, but this was specifically <laughs> for you. Like New York Starks jersey here. Did you stay up and watch the Rangers last night or no? Uh, no, I did not. Of well, course not. You're not a fan. No, two things. No, yeah, of course, because I'm not a fan. I watched a little bit of the first period because I was at work, did the show at SMY 11 to 1130, and then went home like a normal individual. Usually after I leave work, I go to work right, and then right. wait till 5 a.m. to go home, get home at 6. So I got home at 1 a.m. and passed out and had a normal sleep and then ready. Here you I am. got a good deal here because you missed the overnight last night to do this show. Correct. You're not going to do the overnight tonight. No, no, but there's the reason for that is because I did Sunday. Like I did five shows this week. I did Sunday with Moose. Right. Monday morning overnight after the Super Bowl. Tuesday morning overnight, Wednesday morning overnight, today. That's okay. five days. So you did your five shows. So Correct. your weekend begins after this show. That is, well, yes, but remember, I'm filling in for my wife this weekend. <laughs> so I, I'd rather, are any shifts available? What's going on tomorrow? Well, it is funny. You guys big, need any help? Big Mac and I have said this before. When we take vacation or we have a break from working, we're working. <laughs> we come to work, that's our vacation. There's no days off. <laughs> I need a break. No, I totally get that. A very special anniversary is occurring today that I think Sal will actually uh, celebrate more than anybody else. We'll get to that. The quarterback situation continues to be a raging debate in New York. And, of course, your calls at 877-337-6666. And my biggest takeaway from last night's Knicks game had nothing to do with the way they played. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.